What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? Doing good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. You know, another week here. Was it nice? What? It's Uh, nice. Oh, (laughs) it's a nice. It's a very nice. (laughs) Yeah, man. The Borat, Sasha Baron Cohen, double double dose from last week. Trial of the Chicago 7 this week back with Borat. But you know what? I'm not I'm not even excited to let me not do that. I'm more excited on some of the news we got this week. Not saying that I'm not excited about Borat. Also, I'm excited because this long journey with Avatar has come to an end. And I forgot yes. how good this last episode was. Like, yeah, it is really good. satisfying season, season series finale. That's what I was going to ask. Um, is this one of the better, like, animated series finales? And we could talk about it when we get to it. Because I, w- I wanted to ask you that. That's something that I probably thought of. so. Because when you it's think of like the Batmans and the Young Justices and shit, and shit like that, like those superhero well, things don't end well. Yeah, and a lot of them don't know when their definitive end is, like because they get canceled and stuff like that. And then some um, continue, but, like if you go from Batman to Batman New Adventures, then the Batman Beyond, then you have the Justice League stint, then you have Justice League Unlimited, like. You know, some of the, some of that storyline carries over into Superman. Yep. So, it, but I wanted to ask yeah. that, and that's in like this long journey with Avatar. We're gonna, I'm gonna ask you two questions, but that's one of them. I'm gonna tease it. That's a tease. The second one, you'll find out when we get to it. But what right. a good finale! I'm, I can't wait to talk about it. I was I was so excited. Like they they gave yeah. you literally like callback, callback. We're tying everything together. Like we're going, we're stitching this together, and it's. It doesn't feel rushed. Yeah, I mean, I think when you rewatch it a few more, like, I guess this is probably the third time watching it all the way through and you just kind of see, like, some subtleties that it's like, oh, okay, well, I like how they did this and it's not like, hey, look at this. This is why we did this. It's, like, character development that you kind of see or, like, aesthetics that they use in their battles that call back to past episodes yeah, um, and that's some stuff that I'll talk themes. about when we get there. Just yeah. themes. So, but yeah, no, I'm excited about that. But we got some good news this week and some good rumors. It's gonna be a good show. I'm excited. Yeah, man, I'm ready to to jump on into it. So let's get started. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, he's gonna be in talks to make his directorial debut for Creed Three. And nice. hey, I'm I'm saying you know, Sylvester Stallone, he did Rocky Two, II, Rocky Three, II, Rocky Four, II, and Rocky Five. No, ro- no, he did Rocky two, three, four, and Rocky Balboa. Yeah, I was about to say he didn't do one. Yeah. He did Balboa. Yeah, yes. with fucking uh, Tarver, whatever his name is, that uh, that boxer. That was yeah. not a good. I didn't, I didn't like Rocky Balboa or Rocky five. Um, like but, one, two, three, four. But, but 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 that's beside the point. You know, I think uh, Sylvester Stallone showed there that in a movie that's like very centric to its main character, like a Rocky movie that. You know, being taking that directorial move is a, is maybe the way to go. And Michael B. Jordan, we saw that he wants to do some things behind the scenes. You know, producer producing Static Shock. Yeah. You know, this is him trying to step out more than just being an actor and uh, developing more in his Hollywood career. I think this could be a, a big step for him uh, moving forward if it turns out to be really well, because you know people are going to go see it. Yeah, and look, it's a big move to go from, like, making hits with Coogler to now, like, you're doing it yourself. So, like, that's a big step off the ledge. Now we got to see if it works. And if it works, it'll be good for him. So, you know, that this is just like a wait and see. But good for Michael B. Next up, see, I'm proud of this guy for something like this. I'm proud of this guy for a movie Both like of these guys. This. I'm proud of this because we've gotten on Ryan Gosling's ass a lot on this show. We've gotten on. Who was the dude we did last week? It was it was uh, Idris Elba. Like oh, yeah. so, some Terrible. dudes just don't know when to go back and do some old magic with somebody you've made magic with before. And some dudes don't have good agents getting them good, good getting them good jobs. This right here, I love. HBO's given a series order adaptation of the Joe Nesbo novel, The Sun, with Jake Gyllenhaal on board to star with his prisoner director, Denis Villeneuve, who's on board to direct. The series is based on the number one New York Times bestselling novel described as a tale of vengeance, tale of vengeance set amid Oz, uh, Oslo's brutal hierarchy of corruption. The story follows Sonny Loftus, an escaped convict and opioid addict who can't 
recall his past on the run from the law toward an unknown truth. Jake's going to get into this, man. This is going to be dope. This this sounds This is going to be an Emmy-nominated series, mm-hmm. for sure. Like This makes me think, like, yo, dude's good. Like, my guy's just coasting to his next job. Like, he's like, all right, I'm going to do this HBO thing with Jake. Like, I'm excited for all of this. Like, I, how soon is this coming, you know? They just gave I this- think this is something like that's down the line, just some an early announcement. Um, but yeah, I think this is HBO's next big project um went after you know down the line. And uh yeah, Denis Villeneuve, that's a huge name to get to do a series for do HBO. An HBO like, series, like man, they, I- but I don't blame them because like can we be honest? Amazon's kicking ass right now. Amazon got Borat, The Boys. We got Coming to America 2 that's going to be out in December. Like, Amazon is flexing that cash and getting that quality. This is a big move by HBO. Amazon not doing this. This, this, is, this is huge. No, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's an evil move? That's what HBO has to use, is utilize. Is yeah, HBO has to use ability their, like, that their, their title yeah. can, like get big names to do it because like not a lot of huge names are signing on to do amazon's things now they're developing stars yeah they are like, i feel like uh the guy who plays homelander tony star um, yeah, yeah, yeah anthony star. star i feel like he's become a bigger star now jack quaid on... like i've been seeing people want jack quaid jack quaid i mean you know or even early on amazon when jack ryan came on the scene this was like oh jim halper can can be an action hero yeah amazon's up there man like Netflix has to step up their game, but like they're about to get Shonda Rhimes after that big, big mess where Disney didn't want to give Shonda Rhimes a ticket to Disney World. (laughs) And they lost their biggest creator ever. Like she made Grey's Anatomy scandal. How I Met Your Mother. That's like the earth. That's like the how to get away with murder. Yeah, how to get away with murder. That's like the mid 2000s. Like she's been killing it for ABC. Like ABC lived on her back. Pretty much. And still is continuing to, in a way, with mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy and their, like, break-off shows. So it's like, jeez, uh, Netflix is about to eat with that, but they need that stuff coming fast. Cause, like, speaking of Netflix, Netflix is going... They, well, they got Jamie Foxx to star and executive produce in a vampire comedy, Day Shift, with J.J. Perry making his directorial debut. Fox will portray a hardworking blue-collar dad who wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted eight-year-old daughter, but his mundane San Fernando Valley pool-cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, hunting and killing vampires. The script is written by Tyler Tice with current revisions by Shay Hatton, uh, who did John Wick. Why do I feel like this is Jamie Foxx's era of like doing movies with kids for his kids? Like, Why do I feel like this is like him like doing... like? The Rock, when The Rock was doing, like, you know, that, that movie where he escaped uh, from whatever mount, which mountain or some shit like that. Why do I feel like this is this? Like, granted, when you say that John Wick thing at the end, it, it makes you think, like, okay, there's going to be Jamie Foxx, like, hunting vampires, all cool, badass. But, like, when you hear the beginning portion of it, it's like, I don't want to see this dude with his fam. Like, you know? No, it's, it's gonna, it, it's, it describes itself as a vampire comedy. So you just know that it's going to be like... Like, I'm not trying to see him with a cheesy. Yeah, I'm not trying to see none of that. Like, like I'm not at that that's point That's the thing, it's like, Jamie Foxx and his roles, it's like up, up in the air. Like, you know, the what, one what, that he that did on that Mike Tyson earlier. movie? Like, what do we do? Like, what? Do... Yeah. The Mike Tyson, you, well, you know, the Netflix movie he did earlier was all right. He's going to try and... He's going to come back into Spider-Man. That's a big That's a big that's move. Big but move? like this... What is this? I don't know what Jamie's doing. We got to throw Jamie on that actor list with Idris Elba, with Ryan Gosling. Like, who are y'all's agents? Like, I just don't know what y'all are doing. Like, these aren't the roles that, like, do y'all not know your legendary status? Like, I wouldn't, do, but but this might be a check move, you know? And if you're getting a look, I'm not mad at you doing a check move, but like, I don't know. Maybe we just want too much for some of these guys, you know? Maybe we just expect too much. And 
like I said, he's just he's making movies that his kids would like. So what else? Next up, yeah. Universal Pictures is planning to wrap up Fast and the Furious, the core film franchise. And I think that's big that they said the core, but I'll tell you why. With two final movies uh, that will uh, bring close to the franchise that has revved its way to becoming the highest grossing movie series in studios in the studio's history. Justin Lin is in post-production on Fast 9 and talks to direct the final installments and bring the saga that began 20 years ago to a close. And the reason why they say core is because they're trying to bring uh, Hobbs and Shaw to the forefront, baby. The Rock! The Rock taking over Vin Diesel's shine! Oh, shit. I wouldn't be surprised if The Rock wasn't in Fast 9. Like, they got beat. No, for sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of disappointed because... What you mean? I'd rather have... I'd rather have two more movies of Hobbs and Shaw than I would Fast movies. Oh, yeah, we're definitely getting another Hobbs and Shaw. We are. They're trying to cast, like, Ana de Armas. Like, The Rock's trying to get people... The Rock's trying to get Keanu for, for Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw well, That's what I'm nowhere. saying. Like, I'm just, like, I'm not interested in Fast 10, 11. Like, I haven't even seen all these movies because, like, <laughs> I saw the good, the good Fast movies and I was like, well, let me just stop while I'm ahead. And I watched yeah, Hobbs and Shaw more. and I'm like... Well, that's pretty dope, and I and I don't know if I want to watch like the expendables of you know car drivers. I'm just trying to like the series changed over so many years. Like it was about cars racing, stealing cars, bro. They're about to go to space. It was it was brink for cars. They're about to go to space. Like I, I, I'm so happy the Rock got out from under this. Like, see, the Rock was smart. Like, how are you going to go to space? And they're bringing the Tokyo Drift guy back. Like, even though Tokyo Drift is arguably the best fast movie, that's in contention by a lot of people. That's in, like, I was shocked. Like, I've I've asked a lot of people this, and it's been like, yo, Tokyo Drift. And I'm like, what? I'm a fast two guy, ejecto cedo, cuz shout out to Tyrese. Like, I'm a fast two guy. Where two fast fast years, that's, that's the one I love, but you know. Whatever, man. Yeah. Glad it's 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 about time. It's about well, time. One thing that was going all around Twitter this week was the first looks at Uncharted with Tom Holland and also Mark Wahlberg. Uh, he what had did you the think mustache, about the even shots? though people yeah. were like tripping. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was rocking that stash. He was. I thought let Tom me, Holland looked good. Let me say this. Yeah, I gotta apologize. I think Tommy H. Gotta start calling him Tommy H. I think Tommy H looked good, man. Tom Holland looked good. I, I was shocked. I was like, I was one I of the people like. I think he needed that Netflix movie to come out. Yeah, I think he needs to show people like I can be more than Spider Man. Like in the and he in the picture, like he looked like a young Nathan Drake, somebody we can grow into. So like, I'm cool with this. I'm down. Like I'm excited. And, yeah. And being that I watched uh, Indiana Jones like a year ago, you know. I'm 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 big on this, and I love the Uncharted game. So if, if they do this right, this could be something big for Sony. Yeah, I think this they're on the right path. Tom. It looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, and I, I'm liking I Mark think... Wahlberg's Sully look. I'm liking it. I'm I'm buying the I'm buying the cheese that is Mark Wahlberg. But I'm a Mark Wahlberg guy. Like I, I fucked with Pain and Gain. I fucked with Ted. I fucked with uh. I even fucked with his little stint Transformers. I, oh, I love the other guys. And I like the the bad dads thing where, where it's mm. him and Will Ferrell. I fucked with that. So, you know, I'm a Mark Wahlberg guy. So you know. Yeah, I like Mark Wahlberg. I thought, you know, uh, brothers? everything that we saw. How could I forget that one? Classic. I think everything that we saw out of these first looks of Uncharted, I think um, got a lot of people on board that were on the fence, like myself. And uh, I'm ready to see this movie. I think I could be really success- successful. Yeah, I'm right there with yeah. you. Also, this, just let me say this, because I forgot to say it up top. We're go- By the time you guys are hearing this, we're going to see Red Hood for the new Titans season. Let me throw that out there. Since we've talked, this is like first look time. We're going to see Titans Red Hood. Uh, they're going to drop the costume with uh, Kieran, uh, uh, yeah. Kern, Kern Waters. And so, you know, we'll see how that looks. I'm excited, you know. Hopefully, they, yeah, pretty, I kind of want them to go with like, I don't want them to go with the classic one. I want them to go with the one that the comics is doing right now. But I know they're not going to do that because like, you nah, got to go classic. classic. But like, if they do do classic, let him have his like leather jacket over his like, over his, uh, you know, his armor. Let him have the bomber jacket. Don't just go armor. Don't just go armor and, and you know, mask. But you can go mask, leather jacket. That'll be cool. I'd be down. 
Now, a quick side note, you know, we're big Titans fans and a lot of the people that listen to the show are Titans fans. But have you come across people who are not Titans fans? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen I have, a lot. I, I came across pretty recently one. Yeah, I was they were like, yeah, I just did not like that. They, be, they don't like it because it's not to the show that you not to what they you want out of a Titan series. But the one per, when I was talking to this person, he was like, yeah, I watched season one. It was terrible. I was like, well, yeah, season one was not great. And when you compare it to season two. Season two is good, though. That's my thing. That's what I'm saying. And I was like, you should try and watch season two because, like, after it wraps up that, you know, that weird stuff that, that, you know, gets you way better. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, Titans is not the typical, if you love the Teen Titans Cartoon Network series, if you love the classic comics, it's not that. Like, it's taking liberties. It's doing its own thing. But I think it's finally found its footing. I think season two has gotten them like, all right, now we're going to be a superhero show. And hopefully in this new season with Red Hood and everything, they're, they've, they're getting everything they were building to. So hopefully, like, this is like, all right, lit. The thing is, like, did they blow their Deathstroke load? I think they did. Mm, maybe so. I mean, I don't know. I th- he could come back. Think, I think they could have extended that a little bit. But, you know, I they guess should've. they really need to tie up some of the arcs with his kids. Yeah. Now we can just get him as, like, a villain. Hopefully he comes back because, like, we need him back after this, cause like you know, Red Hood, that's tight. That's tight for a season, but like, who's Dick gonna? Maybe fight they next? like, maybe they like team Red Hood and Deathstroke team up in season four. I'd be down for something, something like that, you know. Yeah, Especially since we're know. getting Tim Drake. Tim Drake's gonna make an appearance this season. That's true. Got to fill the Robin role. Tight, tight. This is gonna be cool. I'm excited. You know, I'm excited. But just want yeah, to throw that out. By the time people hear this, the Red Hood costume reveal will be out. Yeah, so there was definitely a lot to be excited for with uh, with all that. Um, the one other thing that happened this week that I thought was really interesting is that they're going to make a an Adams Family live action TV series, um, and it's going to be, I think, on MG, M, M, uh, sorry, MGM Television. That's what the channel is going to be on. So it'll be on uh, YouTube TV pretty much. Oh, okay. And into the bat into the Badlands creators Alfred Go and uh, Miles Miller. Are- I like that show. You really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't which show you're talking about now. It's like a kung They're- fu show, but Adam mm-hmm. Family's a weird choice for them to go after Into the Badlands. Uh, what's even crazier is that they're going to be working alongside Tim Burton, who's going to executive produce. Cool. So I think it could be kind of interesting. The Tim Bur- Burton. Adam's family is kind of something that I would really be interested in seeing. Do they have uh, the I money to like, how much, yeah, like how much money they put into this? I don't know how much money they'd be able to put into it. I don't know how much Liberty Tim Burton's going to make into it. If it's because the showrunners are going to be the, the two guys from uh, into the Badlands, So it's pretty much going to be their show. Um, He's going to add that darkness flair to it, you know, I suppose. Uh, but I, I I was a big fan of the Adams family, at least the the cartoon and some of the movies growing up. So I'm excited for this. I think it it could be really interesting. I don't know if I don't know how they want to approach it. I would wish that they kind of did it as like a limited series, or like there's a lot of ways that I think that you can make the Adams family interesting. Like I would love to see an Adams family taken into the vein of. Of, uh, what we do in the shadows i know this is not what that is going to be mm. but like um you know it's on the network family, television it's about to be a sitcom i mean it's going to be sitcom like I, I just don't know like what style of sitcom is going to be because i mean you know the office is a sitcom parks yeah, and rec true. is a sitcom i don't you know i you know what we do in the shadows is technically it, a sitcom but it's a documentary but so I don't know. I, we shall see. We I'm shall not, I'm see. Not, I'm not that hype on this. I'm less hype on the fact that it's with MGM T- TV. Yeah, like, like, like what? If it was like on Netflix or something, it'd probably be a little bit more exciting. Yeah, like who's MGM TV? But I want to say this. Also, not not on the notes. I'm free. I'm freelancing right now. 
Ooh. a freelance for two topics. But did you see the Animaniacs full version of the trailer? Because I know last week we talked about like the short release. I did. I wondered the if I should put it one, on there. You should have, because like the full one, that sold me. Like I was like, oh, I'm into this. <laughs> like, oh yeah, dude. It's it raunchy. Like- it's pop culture. When they did the sellout thing, it had the Hulu Live Sports geek. I was like, oh, I love this. This is this is this is ill. This is like spoofy. Gave me vibes of the classic Pinky and the Brain's gonna be in it. That's cool. See, I one thing I don't like though, I don't know if all the people are coming back. Like the, uh, the mobster pigeons, yeah. like the you know, they're not all gonna spanking. come back. Yeah, because like this is gonna be a little bit more limited, and I feel like there's gonna, you know, yeah, the Animaniacs when it was a going on television, it would have like a 26 episode season. I don't think yeah. we're gonna have something like that. So they're not gonna have like the liberty of. But I think people are gonna watch all that it. time. Like I saw a uh, lot I think of people. people are watch it. Yeah. I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about it. So I think that this might give them like, yo, all right, we see y'all are clamoring for this. Maybe we'll bring back some of the old faces in the season two. But that, that I gotta say, that trailer sold me. That was a really good trailer. So that's something on there. Something else I'm super excited about. This is a good. This see, I think you killed it in the nose game this week. I, I know I gave you shit just a little bit ago, but like this is fire. Aaron Taylor Johnson, see, I didn't even know this. Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson, ATJ, a fan of this pod, is set to join ensemble cast of David uh, Leach's action uh, movie Bullet Train, starring Brad Pitt. The Sony Pro, uh, Pictures Project is based on Kotaro Isaka's Japanese book, Maria Beetle, and centers on a group of hitmen and assassins with conflicting motives on a train in Tokyo. That's, oh, Brad Pitt, ATJ. This sounds good. David Lynch, like in Tokyo, John Wick and uh, John Wick director. I'm down for this. They might not make it in Tokyo because, you know, they're like adapting this might be in America. But if if it is in Tokyo, I'm down. That's lit. Uh, Either way, either way, I'm I'm, this because it's got bullet train. There's no bullet trains in America. That's true. You're right. Dude, when I saw this story, I was like Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brad Pitt. Like give it to me, like give it to me. This this is like, that's a, that's a great casting right there. This could be like I hope it's serious. I hope it's not like John Wick, like how John Wick's got no, some fantastical no. aspects. Like I want this to be serious. Like I think it's gonna be real serious. Katanas, like I want to see my guys in suits with their pissed. Like oh, Brad Pitt. Like let's get let's get let's get wavy on this one. This this could be something great. So David Lynch, don't let us down, man. But let's get to some rumors. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my rumors, then you can say yours. Cause all right, so right now this is rumor. Like, let me stress this: this is not what I'm about to say may or may not happen. But there's an interest for Keanu as Deathstroke. We don't know where. Joe is coming back. Joe Manganiello is coming back for the Snyderverse stuff for this movie. But like, Keanu's Deathstroke makes me think that's for Matt Reeves. That's what that makes me think. I don't know. Is that crazy? Like, know. we got Colin Farrell as a penguin. Like, if you're casting Keanu as Deathstroke, what's that for? Where do you sit? Who is that for? That's not for any Snyder stuff going forward. That's I don't think that's for James Gunn. That could be for James Gunn. Maybe. Like, his Suicide Squad, if we get a second one, maybe. But, like... Is Keanu, has he worked with it? James Gunn or Reeves before? Uh, that's a question. Has he? I, I want to say no. Yeah, I'm gonna look was in Guardians. Keanu might have been in one of those Guardians movies. Like he's like one of those like extra peeps. Oh, I think he was actually. That's what I'm saying. Like I know it's not with Reeves. It, they, I think he's worked with Gunn. I think he has. Like it's like one of those like side. Vo- I think he might have been like just his voice, something. But I think he was in Guardians. But I'm not sure. I'm not a hundo. But like, yo, we got Colin Farrell's Penguin. Keanu is Deathstroke for Robert Pattinson's Batman. That's believable. But like, can can Keanu get that serious? <laughs> like, that's the- oh, I think so. I mean, I think that I think he could definitely do it. I just don't know if like everyone would be able to take him seriously because the thing about casting Keanu Reeves now is that Keanu Reeves is Keanu in Reeves. a lot of movies. Keanu Reeves, like, it's kind of like. A thing now, but I think he'd so let us. I think he'd let him let him use wear the mask the whole time. I don't think he'd be like one of those dudes that's like, oh no, you got to show my face. Like he wasn't I, in Guardians, by the way. Oh, he wasn't. Okay, well then, then this is up in the air. Like I think Gun is like the safe answer for like yeah. Suicide Squad two because obviously he's getting Peacemaker. He's obviously working with DC long term, at least for right now it seems. But 
If it's for Reeves, ill. Ill. Either way, either way, it's ill. But, you know, then there's a... There is a, a chance for some... Oh, Akira Battle Angel. There's a chance for a sequel of some kind, either as a show or a movie or as both. I just want Akira to come back. Uh, uh, Akira uh, Battle Angel. Oh, no, Alita. Why am I saying Akira? Alita Battle Angel. If you do TV, my question is, how much money are you putting into it? Because like, I feel like a there's of, a lot of money just to make Alita. Yeah, and there's a lot of money to make it look like it did. And like, is Robert Rodriguez doing TV? So, you know, I don't know. See, like, when you said that, you know, at first I'm thinking, and we usually go into saying that, oh, yeah, TV, TV. But for this, not, like, yeah. I really just don't know if I want to see it on TV. I'd more so like to see it as a sequel to a film, like, like a trilogy. Is James, is James Cameron helping out Robert Rodriguez in a TV show? I don't know. Like, it, it was kind of those dudes who made it work. Like, yeah. they love the series. And if, like, if they're not doing it, I don't know. But like I, I think it deserves a sequel because it was it was successful. Yeah, I think it deserves a sequel too. I mean, I was definitely interested in seeing a sequel, uh, but just not a TV series. Yeah, not a TV series. I'm with you, and we're the TV um, guys, so you know. Speaking of TV series, John Boyega was interviewed by Yahoo recently, and um, they talked to him about the possibility of, or they asked him about the Disney Plus streaming shows, and John Boyega was very. A positive about them walking he, back his star wars takes i see yeah walking back some of his star wars takes and he said he would love to maybe explore finn in a future tv series would you be interested in a john boyega finn tv series <sighs> this this hurts me on so many levels for the answer i'm about to give no no i'm see, not I'm single the same way no like the fact that he's not a jedi no, I like. I don't want to see Finn flying around with blasters, like winning, winning fights or whatever he's gonna do when he's not the Mandal. Like we, like the Mandalorian has set us for like a bar of like Western bounty hunters. Like I'm not trying to. What is Finn gonna do? Like the war's over. What is he gonna do? Like, and I don't want to see him as a storm tr- or a, 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 a trooper because he was also like, you know, not very good at that. So it's like. No, man, I'm not interested in this. No, I'm not interested in it either. I mean, a lot of the same reasons you're you're saying, like, what would you do for a Finn series? Like, it's not necessarily not me wanting John Boyega or his character in a series. It's just, like, they've already so, done the character so wrong that there's just no coming back from it. Like, there's just nothing that you can explore out of Finn from what they've given us yeah. in any time frame that would be interesting. It just really wouldn't work. Like, is he a pilot? Like, what? So much, so much. Just like, what would you do? And it's just like, I, as much as I love John Boyega, like, I don't love this for him, the actor. Like, let me say that too. Like, he should try to, like, he should He's try to get, get out, work. Yeah. yeah, he shouldn't try to get back in, cause like, it's, it's. I don't think it'll work. I really don't. So, I, I, I want more for John Boyega than bringing back Finn, cause like, yeah. Nah, bro. You 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 can do you can do better than that because like that shit won't be fire. Um, the last bit of rumors that I have is: Did you see the CGI Rugrats? And what hey, you what? There's a CGI Rugrats? Yeah, go type it in real quick. Uh, Nickelodeon, you know, uh, Rotten Tomatoes put out a tweet this week. Nickelodeon is making a return with some series they've talked about. You know, Camp SpongeBob, which oh, is like gosh. SpongeBob when you're little children. Uh, I mean, look, I look tweets this about. isn't this isn't for me. This is not for me. Like, I oh man, yes, the Nickelodeon next gen Nick. This is for kids. This is for kids. Yeah. All right, I'm not mad. I mean, I don't think it looks that bad, honestly. SpongeBob looks bad. Oh yeah, that little kid SpongeBob stuff looks like it's gonna be terrible. But like, you know, the Rugrats. Like I don't I don't think Susie looks like Susie and like I Tommy without like you know with his bare gums looks a little bit weirder in CGI. Uh, yeah. But you know. I mean it's whatever. Yeah, that 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 that's a it's whatever. Not it's not for us. But you know, good on Nick going back into the well, getting stuff they like. But it's time for the movie on the rise, and we got some good stuff this week. A lot of good stuff. Also, 
Oh, I guess we'll say it at the end. We should have said it at the beginning, but this show's moving from sun, from uh, uh, Mondays. We'll save so, it at the end. Yeah, we'll save it at the end. All right, bet. Well, it's time for All Movie right. on the Rise. You can start us off. You got the big one. Well, the big one this week is Mandalorian coming out on Disney+. Plus. So that, everyone's definitely excited about that. We're figuring out what we want to do for it. We could um, do like a watch party. Would y'all be interested in that? Like y'all let us know. We like because since the show's moving, it's gonna be a while before you get the full review. So we're thinking on Fridays we hop on Twitch, either do a watch along or like a a, a live reaction, something, something just like that. something like that after we watch it or something. You know, let us know what y'all think. But Mando hype season two. Let's see it. Ahsoka Tano is she gonna be in it? I don't know. <laughs> that's I don't kind of know. The, that's kind of the thing that like I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm yeah, excited I'm, to see how they pull off Rosario Dawson. Like that's make or break. That's this season for me. basically the biggest question. Most uh, the second biggest question I have going into Mando is how do you keep us um, interested? Yeah, like I feel like you could get away with like a filler episode or like even like the the choppiness of like different episodes being like different things because be it was, it was this the, year. because it was the start. This has got to be very story based. You've got to really like keep tight on the story. We're We're getting somewhere throughout the season. We can maybe throw in a one episode side, or if you wanted to give me another character side story, or if you wanted to give me a character flashback, because yeah. I mean, if we're going to be introducing like Ahsoka and stuff like that, like if you want to give me a whole episode of Ahsoka doing Ahsoka things before we get to that point, that's cool. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, but I think we need to discover more about this, uh, the child. Yeah, like what's up with like there's so much, so much pressure on Mando season two, especially like with successes of things like, and I know they're not in comp- competition, but like in successes of things like. Umbrella Academy having a really good season two. You're seeing the boys dominate. Watchmen happened after Bando. Yeah, but but Watchmen was one season. But like I'm talking like in terms of just like season two action sci-fi shows coming back. Like Mando's in competition with like Witcher, Boys, uh, Umbrella Academy. So it's like, is it real? Is this is like a real or fake moment? It was a big moment for Disney Plus too. Yeah, it is Disney Plus like. All the Marvel shit got pushed yeah, back. But- so, like, this is the thing that people have been waiting for. And if this doesn't succeed, like, it makes people question, like, why do I have this streaming service again? Even though Pretty in much, December, yeah. I think they're going to smash it out the park. I think when WandaVision drops in December, I think that's a big dub. Yeah, I think that they're going to do that right. So, we're just hoping that uh, Filoni Man- and... Yeah, Mando has a lot of pressure it on it, though. That's the thing. Because, I mean, like, they're, they're also, you know, trying to get the ball rolling on the other stuff. Like, you know, Obi-Wan with Chow and... Uh, this has to work. Andor, so like they need this to keep going. Yeah, but I'm excited. Big, big season. Yo, John Carlo Esposito coming up for like killer of the year. Like he's about to be the villain in Mando. He's the villain in the Boys, dude. TV villain of the year, like John Carlo Esposito. I don't know, maybe he's he's good. He's real good. I almost wish that he would have had like some kind of role in a in a film, but I'm glad that it's on something that's successful like this. Yeah, he's killing it right now, so shout out to him, but yeah, man, I'm excited for Mando. Like, a lot of questions. And then they got me coming week to week, like, you know, y'all gotta come with that heat. First episode, by the way, 52 minutes. Ooh! So, like, that's already a good sign. (laughs) That that is a good sign, because, like, boy, was I mad last year with those 32s. Oh, there was a 28 or, like, a 26. (laughs) Like, I'm like, what the hell is this? Maybe they heard the complaints. Like, like yo, honestly, let me say this. If we got this 52-er, then it dropped to like 45, 40, 45, 40, I'd be cool with that. But like if we drop down to like 30s and 26s again, I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be sad. Unless it's a side. Unless it's, week. yeah. Unless like unless it's like the Ahsoka episode, because then I can understand why that's short. Like you got you to gotta save your dollars. Maybe. So, you know. Percentages that we see Ahsoka light a lightsaber this season. Oh, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. So you, you're you're like a hundred percent sure she's in this, even though like I know they've said yes. she's in this. That's what I'm saying. They I said just that don't she's believe in this. it. Like I don't know. I I have my doubts. It's like 
Are they really gonna do it? Like I they just said, she's it. in this, and if she's in this, then she's fighting homeboy Moff with Gideon the dark with saber. The dark saber? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. Damn, what's Timmy? What's Timothy Olafant's character doing, man? He's gonna be Cobb Vance. So he's that's where I think we might see one of our side story ish. But you know, if he ends up, if but the Mando could also be included. So the Mando's got to go to Tatooine. Cobb Vance is the sheriff of Freetown in Tatooine, and he wears Boba Fett's armor. So that's Ooh. where we're going to figure out, like, the Boba Fett side of things, because Boba Fett's supposed to be in this season, too. And that was Boba Fett who supposedly killed that bitch in the last season. Or saved her, or whatever. Or say whatever, yeah. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Mando got a lot of stuff I'm interested in this season. They got to pull off, because, like, a lot of stuff leaked. And, like, that's a good storyline. Ahsoka's a good storyline. But, like, what's Carl Weathers and, like, Oh, girl, Gina Carano do, doing like... Well, hopefully she dies, so... <laughs> you think she's going to die? Well, you know, I feel like the fan base at this point just doesn't want uh, that Kill actress to carry on yeah, through true, true. the series. So, Man, I'm hyped for Mando. I'm glad we're having this talk because we haven't talked about Mando like seriously like this. Like, really. Yeah, until this, you know, next week. Yeah. Oh, man. A lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. But we got some other good shows coming out this week on Tuesday on the 28th. Oh, no. No, no. On the 20, no. uh, on, on Wednesday on the 28th, we got a new anime, Netflix, uh, Greek mythology, The Blood of Zeus. Looks pretty good. The, the trailer has me intrigued. Not not too much 3D stuff, so I'm down. Looks like American, Amerime. So like, you know, yeah, it's a Netflix anime, original anime. Looks like uh, Dante's Inferno, the anime, if you've ever seen the American one. Looks like kind of like Castlevania. Yeah, has that Castlevania bloodline in it. So I'm, I'm, I'm into this. You know, I'm going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. But me and you more interested in what's coming out Sunday since we're not going to be able to talk about it because the show's moving to Wednesday. I mean, moving to Thursday. There were shows releasing on Thursday. Uh, Forged in Fire. So I had I asked Schubert if this was like it was moving to Netflix, but Schubert said no. Netflix picked it up from history. There is no history tagline, so this looks like we're getting new episodes well, the, on Netflix. And, and in the description, it says like new. Yeah, you know? it does. It does. It says like yeah, you know, new new season. I'm so hyped. like Netflix is going to pick up the show. I, I'm hoping that they, I that they still do about ten episodes. And yeah, like they don't. Um, they or, or the, and that they like don't do it in like some weird tournament or something. Like I want it to be like the normal episodes. Yeah, you know, just classic show. Don't do no classic Netflix show. spin on it. Like classic mm. show, fifteen episodes. Like let's for those it. who don't know, Forge and Fire is like blacksmithing. I love it, but a game show like Will Chops, Willis. but with blacksmithing. Yeah, it's like you got to build the weapons, build your knives. You make it through. You build a sword or a, or a, or a weapon from history, and they judge you just like Schubert said, it's like Chopped. Dumb. It's my, sh- it's our shit. Will Willis, shout out to you, bro. You should come on the pod. But all right, what are we doing first? Because like I kind of want to do, we doing Avatar first. We're gonna spend a lot of time on it. Uh well then, we do, I guess, I guess we can do Borat. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just not. Uh, the internet, maybe the internet made me have expectations. Cause see, I didn't have expectations going into the trial of Chicago Seven, and that blew me away. But, like, I had expectations going into this, and I wish I didn't because the internet was, like, everybody from Seth Rogen to Drake to, like, everybody was like, oh, this shit is great. And I thought it was good. I thought it was good, you know? I wasn't, like, blown away. Like, when you got well, Drake and Seth Rogen saying it's good, what does that depends, lead me to think? It just depends on, like, what you're trying to get out of the film because, like, I think it – was very well put together and oh, done yeah. by Sasha Baron Cohen. And I think that, you know, I was mentioning earlier on that making a movie, movie like this with some of the jokes that it makes with some of the conversations that it, that it, and the directions that it takes some of the actual caught on film things that it does. <laughs> it's like a, it's a, you know, groundbreaking film. No, I got to give of. him his props. Like I and, think this was very well made. And one of the best films, I would say, that's going to properly display what it was like to live in the coronavirus. So, like, as a snippet of history, this movie is important. True. And, like, I feel like it's, you know, it was a show that I think benefited 
a movie that benefited from the coronavirus and probably changed as the virus was happening because like they filmed the beginning parts but before it so like they yeah. weren't even planning on like touching on the coronavirus subject and for it to come full circle the way it did at the end is like oh they must have changed this whole show this whole movie on his head like mid in the beginning part is, the beginning portion is what got me like i'm like all right is this like what like i, I liked it i like like some of it you know but like I was, I liked when they got to America. Well, it's it was the same with, thing with, with, with the first Borat is like it, you like certain vignettes of Borat. Yeah, like true. in the first Borat, I like you know the stuff that he does in Alabama with the like hotel. the etiquette uh, class and stuff like that. So like in this one, like I really enjoyed uh, some of the lead up to like the breast implants thing, where like the daughter's getting the makeover and they're bonding and they go to the debutante thing. And do like you know the peer the period dance or whatever and like just I like them at the carnival with the leash the carnival like, with the leash she's, she's like why why aren't you holding my hand going to buy a cage yeah. yeah how many girls do you fit in your cage usually I like or the like, corona I like the uh, going to the dude's house during the, the with the, the conspiracy theorists yeah and then I like him the, going on stage during the like the the rally. That was good too. Shit was real. Like I mean, you know, it's just like the pin stuff you stupid. called, which I that was great. Yes, the pin stuff was great. The Giuliani, the Giuliani stuff, was, stuff was what was wild because like that shit is real. Like yeah. you know, Rudy Giuliani was not acting. People like, just, like they caught that dude. They caught that dude on tape, like trying to get with that girl. Was he tucking it in? Was he tucking it in? Bro, shirt? he was tucking it out. <laughs> Bro. Like, I was like, what is this guy about to do on camera? Like, I was like, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen is not about to let this dude do this on camera. Like, let's be real. Like, we, I know that she wasn't 15, but like, still. <laughs> they caught his ass, Julie. I, I know some, when that, when, when Sasha, when that had to happen, I know when he was like, yo, I can't believe he just did this. Like, <laughs> that had to change the movie, too. <laughs> Had to. Because, like, I know he didn't expect to get that. No, no. <laughs> I was trying to read a, a little bit of an article of it today uh, where how they got that and, like, how they could get him to, like, think that it was real. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, even when they're at those events, like, security is taking him like he's, like, a real, like, threat. Yeah. Like, this was not something that they were like, oh, we're going to do this. And, like, are you guys cool with this? Or, like. No, they just did it and filmed it and put it on in a movie. Like it's it's wild. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's totally absurd. So it's just like one of those things where like when I see this as a movie and as like a you know piece of pop culture, I'm like, well, this was like a right, you an essential an essential movie for like pop culture. But when it comes to like, was it a great movie? Meh. Okay. Was it like? Do I think it? it was funnier than the first one. No. Okay, cool. But I think that it was great for what it was. And True. like the fact right, that they I, did I what they did that. was astounding. Love that love like Sasha Bear Coin, two big two big two big weeks in a row. Killing it like Amazon. This is a win. This is a dub. Big win. Big win. So many people are gonna watch this movie. So many people are talking about it like at, to have mm -hmm. this drop right after the it's boys. being talked by the president. To, the president like, is talking about. to have this to drop right after the boys, this is a big win for Amazon. I know Jeff Bezos is like, yes. <laughs> and then they're about to have like their drama to, bag coming. And then they're about like, to have coming to America Med. too. I know, like the Rizzo Med Oscar bait. Then black people are going to come in droves and like white people from that era who loved Eddie's coming to America one. Like people are going to watch that. Like they're going to want to see, did Eddie replicate it? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that Amazon's got coming that's going to be really good, and you know, this Borat stuff was yeah, you pretty me. hilarious. You, you convinced me with this Borat stuff because I was I was a little down on it because like I just expected to be blown away just from like well, how the, everybody was tweeting. But like you're well, right. And the thing about Borat too is that it's more of a communal viewing experience. Like, there's very few movies that I can look back on and I'm like, well, this movie's really be watched with other people. Like, there's some movies that you're like, oh, okay. You know, I'm not going to watch Borat by myself. It's not really something yeah. that you, like, watch by yourself. You have to, you know, laugh about it with other people. Like, um, 
I consider most horror movies to be communal movies. Like they're really more exciting when you have them with other people that also get scared at the experiences and you can share those experiences. Comedies and horrors are very similar with that where like is elevated by the ability to talk about the jokes or talk about the scares. And so like Borat being what it is like what you're saying with Twitter and then also being able to like watch it, like let's say if you watch it with like your friends or your friends and your girlfriend, then you could like laugh along and like be like, oh, I can't believe that they got away with saying shit like that. Yeah. It's just like part of the fun of the, the movie. True, true. All right. I'm not hating. I'm not hating anymore. Let's jump to something that I love though. Man, I'm glad we did this Avatar rewatch. Long road. Long road. This has been going on for a while now. Longest series on Bros Who Binge. Fire. Loved it. Like it's over now, but but I don't think we're gonna do Cora not anytime soon at least. I don't think we could like give it the same love that we did with it. Like, I, and I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's coming around the corner that's just gonna be like, uh, well, we're gonna be caught watching that and not Cora. Yeah, but like Avatar, man, this journey, best. Yeah, is it best of Maramay? Is it? Is it? Yeah, I mean, I think like especially because it's a second resurgence through the being on Netflix and being re brought back into pop culture. Like if if there was a Halloween this year, I feel like a lot of people would be dressed as doing Avatar stuff. Shit. Well, let me tell you this: like my my friends, like one of my friends' kids is dressing as Zuko. His mom is like doing makeup shit and like she That's did, like and she's dressing as Katara. So like. Yeah, it's affecting a new generation. No, you're right. Man, what a great, what a great ending. Like, leading up the whole time, like, Ken and kill, and everybody's telling him, yo, you gotta kill, from Kyoshi to Roku, even to the fucking uh, Avatar, the air Avatar, the mm -hmm. Nomad, but even the Waterbender. We find out about the faceless monster, like, how that came about and all that shit, how he got the woman face. Like, so much shit got tied into this. All those sea lion turtles they talked about before. It's here. Like, we're here. We're doing it. The White Lotus, all the little hints. All yeah, the, the White Lotus. The things that we said, like, remember the name Jean-Jean, Paku, the fucking master with the sword, Piodon, then fucking Boomy. Iroh, Boomy. Like, it was just great I combination. I love the little uh, part of, of the episode where, like, Boomy goes, like, oh, yeah, I was just waiting my time. And then, oh, an eclipse happened? Okay, yeah, well, now I'll bust out. Then beat everybody's ass by himself. Iroh got out. I thought the moment where Iroh shot down the fire flag in Ba Sing Se, I thought that was a big moment. Because, like, well, the dragon the thing, of the like, West going to capture uh, Ba Sing Se, now he's known as the man who freed Ba Sing Se. Pretty much. Like, that was a part of the arc that, in the rewatch, I never really realized until the this Iroh time. The Iroh stuff was, pat was powerful. Yeah, his whole stuff is powerful. Like, you know, through his stuff with Zuko and... Made me want to cry, man. Him. Like, when him and Zuko were hugged and shit, that was, like, powerful. Like, Zuko um, finally learned. I mean, him realizing that his destiny was not to take Bossing Sing Se for the Fire Nation, but for to retake it for the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. Um, I feel like the whole deal with him and remembering that his son, like, died in Bossing Se and, and, you know, how he had such success with Zuko in Bossing Se... And now he kind of finds home there. Yep. You know, um, I think that's very telling to his character and a good culmination for him. Paku getting with the with the with Katara and them's grandmother. Their story coming that's together. True. Shit was lit. Fucking. That's true. I'm trying to think of some other stories that came together in this. Like, oh the the Azula shit, bro. Bit, yeah, bit, Zuko bit and crazy. Azula is crazy. Like Azula's fall into insanity was really prevalent in, you know, this finale. Uh, you know, I, I really think it carries over into that fight, too, because it's like, you know, Azula being extra crazy. Yeah. But the one thing I was mentioning earlier on in the beginning of the show where you see, like, some fight aesthetics that match to previous show arcs or show episodes, Azula's blue fire and Zuko's red fire in a way that in lots of ways that they were shooting reminded me of like the dragons from the firebending masters mm. kind of symbolizing how like these were the firebending masters and the fight for the fire kingdom. You know, I kind of felt like that had a little bit of symbolism to it. Um, you know, the stuff where Zuko has to has defense guitar that kind of brings the, them into back to like know, how it was of, in the cave in Bossing Se. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, a lot of this was good, man. And then loved just hearing all the Avatar stories and then Aang learning, like, yo, bending. But, like, can we say Avatar Aang? And see, after rewatching this and hearing everybody on Twitter telling me that Aang would lose to, uh, would lose to Korra, bro, y'all are idiots. Like, don't ever tweet that at me again. I, 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 I forgot how strong Aang was. Like, when Aang went Avatar mode against Sozin, it was just whooping his ass. And, and people don't people forget this is 12 year old Aang. Like he is younger than Katara. He's just but learned it's everything. Avatar state, though. Like that's where I push back a little bit. Cause like a lot of the stuff that he does in that is Avatar state. And I'm like, well, it's not you, bro. It's like nah, that's where I, I get a little frustrated with it. And I was frustrated with it even the first time I watched it because I was like, well, I mean, like we were supposed to have this guy himself be able to do this and he has to like you know use the avatar state in order for it to happen but i mean like maybe i mean even core does it too so it's not like it's yeah everybody does it but i'm just saying that's like his that's his i think that's avatar state at 12 year old ang who's just learned everything in like three months like imagine avatar state ang as old as like as a man who's like 20 something i bet it's different i I just that's all i'm saying i think it'll be a little different than this 12-year-old kid who's just learned firebending two weeks ago, earthbending two months ago, and waterbending, like, three months ago. So, like, you know, but don't sue me. But you are right. But then even when Sozin went after him, and he, he, he felt his, like, his earth, his, like, energy-bending shit, and, like, he uh-uh, hit, him, hit his arms up. <laughs> like, that shit was badass. Took that nigga's bending. Fire. Oh, I'm going to hurt you more than killing you. I'm going to give you, like, that's why it's powerful. I'm going to give you a death worse than, like, actual death. And you'll have to actually think about what you did. Sit in a cell. You can't bend. It's over for you, partner. I think that's better than killing him. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that, you know, it was a pretty big thing to do. And, it, you know, they, he was searching so long for to find something like that. So it, it was the perfect kind of... Uh, justice because like one of the suggestions for him was make sure you bring justice uh in whatever way that's necessary or whatever and i feel like that was the necessary justice more so than it was his death. More so yeah. than killing him yeah for sure showing that we could be better than them that like a lot of stuff that he showed the world in that moment crazy they did it at some points watching this i i i, I knew this like you know this is coming but like when you're in season one, it's like, man, how did they get to this point again? Like, it's rough for them early on. Like, you never think they're going to be this. this. And this I think far. you got to give, uh, you know, the B group a little bit, of, or I guess the C group and uh, with Toph, Suki, and Sokka oh, a little Sokka. credit. Like, that stuff was kind of kind of crazy. And, like, uh, you know, Sokka mention, mentions that uh, – have I mentioned – have we mentioned enough how cool it is that you invented metal bending? Yeah. And she's like, no, not enough. So I think we need to mention that it's cool at the top, uh, invented metal bending. Strongest earthbender, man. Gotta give her props. It's way uh, more prevalent in Korra. Yeah, they, 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 they do it. To they metal bend the shit out of everything. Yeah, they do it to a new level. They start doing lava bending and that shit, but good series, man. Great show. Great show. Forgot how much I... One of the best. I knew I loved it, but, like, this rewatch definitely showed me, like, nah, I love this show. This show is great. Like, there's nothing anybody can tell me about Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, great show. Phenomenal. And the ending just culminates in that. But, yeah, I think it's better than a lot of the American endings of, like, these superhero shows. Like, it definitely is. Better than the Boondocks ending. Like, better than... uh, Well, Rick and Morty's not over yet. Well, and technically, the Boondocks isn't over yet. True, true. So, I mean, that's, like, the thing I, I find with Avatar is that Avatar had a, an idea for a close. Yeah. Where, like, and I mean, like, you can even, like, compare it to some live-action stuff, like, with Game of Thrones. Like, Game of Thrones and Avatar are very similar, but Game of Thrones didn't close their ending because they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. So, like, Avatar had an idea for where they were going to Is it better than the, the Rebels end. ending? Tough question. I'd say yes. Yeah, you got um, it's a little bit Rebels was playing a little bit too much with like other lore that they had to deal with in like that world and like they expanded it to question mark levels yeah. where like Avatar very much stayed within their world 
and, and everything like, was believable. Like everything the fact that was he believable took his bidding, for like the world that they were in. It was something they set up for like forever, and it just goes back to like what, like think about the episode where uh, Iroh's talking about the four parts and like how energy connects them all, and like you have to feel the energy when he's like lightning building, you feel it inside of you, and it's like everything led up to this moment. Like er- they built to this, so like nothing, it didn't feel forced. So you know, love no. this fucking show, great. Damn, man. Sad times. Sad. But we got Mando now. So, like, we're good. But this sad times. Avatar's over for. This is yeah. what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for Mando. You have. To, to jump into Mando, you know, maybe even in the before the year's done, we can explore some uh, Squadron's Twitch. Oh, okay. I don't know if, you, if you'd be down for that, but we can. Is, it, is that like a PlayStation squad. game? Yeah. All right. I'll get it's it. a new Star Wars game where it's all ships. Oh, and you just, and you just, all right, yeah, we can do that on Twitch. Hell yeah, we're out here. Um, but yeah, so we're about to get Star Wars heavy, which is gonna be fun. Um, and hopefully the news just keeps spitting out. Like, we our movies keep getting pushed back, but they keep saying they're gonna make other ones. So <laughs> maybe we're just gonna get a, a big dump of movies. Who knows? Question man. mark. It's coming though. I feel like it's coming soon because people don't care, bro. People do not care right now. People are out and about. Like, they might as well drop these movies. I mean, I think the most interesting thing about this year with the movies is what's going to happen at the Oscars. Yeah. They're going to happen. And, like, who are you going to give nominations to? Well, now, now, that, now that Trial Chicago 7 dropped, I can see that getting noms. Well, it also depends on what A24 wants to do with this new Steve Yoon movie. Um, if they want to release that to the public or find out a way that they can put it into a festival so it can get put up. Um, mm. Yeah, man, Oscar's gonna be interesting. Uh, I remember it was a point where we where we were like Matthew McConaughey, the gentleman. <laughs> like, I'm so happy we moved past that. That movie's good though. Ten- Tenant's gonna get nominated. Question Tenant's mark? definitely gonna get nominated. Tenant has At to least get nominated for, for director. Best best movie too. Best pick. I think best movie. Yeah, there's gonna be ten of them probably. Huh? Yeah, it's gotta be. Tenant's gotta get nommed. Crazy. What else is gonna get nommed? Uh, Tiger King, the doc for best docu. Oh yeah, that that'll yeah. definitely win best documentary. Is Borat gonna get be nominated. nominated for best best comedy? Well, there's no best comedy in the Oscars. Maybe for Golden yeah. Globes. For yeah, mm-hmm. for true, 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 true. Oh, I don't it's know. Gonna, it's gonna be an interesting year. I don't know what's gonna old happen. Old guard. Well, shut up. Now we can end the show. If old guard extraction. Down, Jesus, that that came out in 2020. Yeah, bro, it came out of the coronavirus. That felt like that came out last year. That's how bad it was. Oh, man, Extraction. What a bad bad movie. 2020, the year of, like, some bad movies. A lot of bad movies. But we've had some good ones. Oh, um, what, they're going to probably nominate that Elizabeth Banks, Invisible Woman. Uh, New Mutants. (laughs) Yeah, let's definitely end the show now. Like, what are you talking about? Dude said, new mutants. Dude said new mutants. Like, what are you? All right, you guys can follow me at Lindy T. Follow the bros who think at bros who think. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube page. Be sure to subscribe to the Twitch page. If you follow us on Apple or Spotify, be sure to subscribe there. Thank you guys for checking us out. We got a new anime talk dropping on Tuesday. New Bros Who Think pod dropping on Thursday and and we'll be twitching throughout the week. So, you know, come follow along. You can be caught up with all information at Bros Who Think on Twitter. But yeah, that's all we got. Got to end this show now. She was talking about New Mutants getting the Oscar. Like what? Anya Taylor-Joy? Hey, well, you know, she's got a film out that I'm probably going to check out this week. And if it's worth it, worth it, I might mention it to you and we could talk about it. The Queen's right. Gambit over on Netflix. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what's up. I don't know. Uh, but thanks, everyone, for listening to the show this week. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at issue 14. Listen to uh, Run It Back that we released recently with uh, we talked about Scott Pilgrim. Um, and we're, I feel like that was a good movie about, choice. Got to see what's next. What movie we're going to do next. I'm thinking comedy. Yeah, I think we were talking about maybe doing Super Bad. Yeah, like I don't uh, think we're gonna put that to a poll. Like, I'm not gonna just throw like Super Bad, old school. Like, I'm not gonna throw the Hangover. Like, the only one that maybe would make me want to do something over Super Bad would be Hangover. Like, Hangover. I can see that. Other than that, like, it's either Super Bad or Hangover. There's no in between. Yeah. 
So, you know. Um, or forgetting forgetting Sarah Marshall's so good. But that that's a conversation for another time. Yeah, and then once we get down the line, maybe we'll do something Christmassy. Ooh, we got to. We got to. We got to do, like, a, put a poll up for, like, Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh, my gosh. You mean, like, that kind Elf. of Christmas? <laughs> yeah, bro. We got to. Elf. And do, like, Die Hard. <laughs> we could put... Uh, all right, all right. If you want to do, like, serious movies, we could put Die Hard in there. We could put uh the J- the Jimmy Stewart movie in there. Uh, well, I mean, black and I, I would do Trading one. Places. Trading Places could definitely be in there. But we got to have, like, a serious Christmas movie in there. Like, Jimmy Stewart... Where he he wants to commit suicide, he finds out his talent. Like, you know, uh, what the fuck is that movie called? Where it's black and white. He jumps off it. The angel comes and saves him. It shows him what the town would be like if he didn't live. And then talking he about Scrooge up, and all that Christmas Carol. No, not no, no, no. I'm not talking Christmas Carol. I'm talking Jimmy Stewart. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Not now. You now it's bugging me. Jimmy Stewart. I don't know what you're talking about. Christmas bro. movie. Hold on. Hold on. A Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. I'm not crazy. Oh, I ain't never seen that, dude. You've never seen It's a Wonderful Life? No, I've seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. It's a classic. Oh, man. And you're going to try and tell me that I need to watch the Christmas story, too, huh? If the people vote for it, it's Christmas time. So, you know, maybe they'll save you and vote trading places, but... If not, we're gonna be doing something like this. Trading places. That's a that's fire funny Christmas one. Movie, but all right, that's all we. Got. All right. Well, I hope everyone stays safe and has a great week out there, and keep up with everything going on with the network. And as always, keep binging. <laughs>